The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron Sharpens Iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Mount St. Joseph Complex, the softball complex right here off River Road in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris, and we've got... College softball action for you this afternoon as the Mount St. Joseph Lions have reduced their magic number to four to win the Heartland Conference regular season championship and host the tournament next week here at the Complex, taking on the Manchester Spartans. Chris, this game was scheduled to get underway on Saturday, but they got it in today. Yeah, due to the port... Due to the port... Due to the forecast, uh, they had to switch the game to tonight, and we'll celebrate senior night with Cameron McCool and Karate Leslie, Caitlin Leslie. So, got to play it any time you can with the weather forecast showing this weekend. And for tonight, of course, uh, as you look at this game, Chris, the Lions are coming off of that split with Transy, which is basically what they wanted to do. They were hoping for a sweep, but they wanted to get a split. They did, losing 2 to nothing in the first game to Carly Jeter, and then the second game winning that one 6-2. to two. But now since they've moved this game up, they've got these two tonight. Gorgeous weather here in Cincinnati. Should be able to get these two in. But tomorrow it's going to be in Hanover. And when you play the Panthers over there, not only are they a good team, they're in the tournament, but they're also, the weather forecast is around 40-50% to 50% showers. Yeah, at this point you just have to take it day by day, game by game. And uh, as you mentioned... The destiny is still in the Lions' hands. Uh, so you have to take care of your business, and then you kind of see where it plays out by the end of the weekend. But you got to take it game by game, inning by inning, and out by out. And within 24 to 48 hours, 72 hours, we'll know what's going on, and then we'll go from there. Well, we said the magic number is four. Any combination of four Lion wins or Transylvania losses gives the Lions the regular season championship. Now, that what makes that so important is you get to host the tournament, which is next Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And last year, of course, the Lions won it down in Transylvania. Two years ago, Transylvania won it up here at the softball complex. You've been telling everybody over the last few games it's been since 2015. 
since the home team has ever won the con- the conference tournament on their home field. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're playing, you want to win a championship, and that's what it's a, is a, a state right now for the Lions. You got four games in front of you. You got two against Manchester tonight, two against Hanover tomorrow. If you take care of business, you'll be crowned the regular season champion. You'll get to host. You'll get the number one seed. You will also get a first round bye. And just to recap, it's the top five teams with the number one team hosting double elimination tournament Thursday through Saturday next weekend. And uh, like I said, Dave, you just have to enjoy these moments. You don't get too many opportunities at a high level to play for a championship, and the Lions have the destiny in their hands. You mentioned the top five teams will make the tournament. Well, that's already been decided. The top five teams have already mathematically set them w- themselves up to be in the tournament next week. Transylvania right now has got a 12-2 and conference record. They are on top of the Lions by a game. But the reason we say that the Lions' magic number is four is because they hold the tiebreakers. Yeah, the Lions and Transylvania, as long as they tie in the records... Lions would win the tiebreaker and win the regular season, so it all depends on the next four games for the Lions, and then Transylvania is scheduled to play at home against Bluffton on Saturday, weather permitting. We have to see what happens with those games as well. Like I said, 48 to 72 hours, we should know exactly what's going on. Franklin is in third place. They're 10 and 4. Hanover is 7 and 5. That's who the Lions play tomorrow. And Defiance is 8 and 6. Defiance played Bluffton last night, lost the first game 3 to 1, and then hammered Bluffton in the second game 20 to 5. Hubble had two home runs in that game. Yeah, that was a good good win for Bluffton in game 1 and then a good bounce back for Defiance. Uh, you have Franklin and Defiance playing tomorrow due to the weather this weekend. That game got moved up to Friday afternoon. That's got a big emphasis on the standings to see who's going to be the three or the four seed. Obviously, Hanover still playing as well with the mount tomorrow coming in. That'll be senior day down at Hanover, so that'll be a big crowd, big environment, road, road opportunity. And uh, so there's a busy week going on. Everybody's fighting the weather. Everybody's fighting for games, and everybody's fighting for position. It'll be interesting because if the Lions win these four games, they win the conference, and then there's really no need for Transylvania to play Bluffton on Saturday. Yeah, it'll just depend on what happens. Uh, Again, right now you just have to worry about yourself. You have to worry about game number one today, then worry about game number two tonight, and then kind of see where you're at tomorrow morning. Chris, today is senior day for the Lions since this is the last home game of the regular season. Cam McCool, one of the two seniors, and the other one is Caitlin Leslie, and Caitlin will be in the starting lineup this afternoon for the game. And when you look at those two seniors, I, I talked to uh, Beth Goddard about it on the pregame interview, but the, one of the things that she said, this team was lucky to get Cam McCool in the recruiting wars five years ago, and she has exceeded what Beth actually thought she would be. Both of those kids are just outstanding humans. Uh, they just they do everything the right way. They do the little stuff to separate themselves between everybody. Um, Caitlin Leslie uh, is a kid that works day in and day out. Uh, just great kid to be around. Great attitude. Great effort. Leadership. And uh, congratulations to her on graduating uh, next Saturday. And and then when you go to Cam McCool, obviously. It kind of speaks for itself when you look at the numbers and you look at the stats of what she's done over her four years here with the Mount. And uh, we'll get into a little bit more of both of them in the broadcast during both of these games today and really celebrate those two seniors because they definitely deserve it. They've put everything, blood, sweat, and tears to this program. They've helped change this program over the last four years. And uh, 
they deserve everything they're getting in the celebration day today, Dave. So we are just minutes away from the Senior Day celebration, and Chuck Murray will be the PA announcer this afternoon for that one. And we will be listening to Chuck as the girls will be celebrated here today. It will be Caitlin Leslie in the starting lineup today for Casey Bramble. She will be the DP and, of course, uh, karate as the girls call her, and you do too. Uh, this will be her first start of the season. Yeah, just an opportunity for the senior to, you know, get a couple of bats here in this game on senior day, and uh, hopefully she'll have a couple opportunities. I've watched her in BP several times, Dave, and uh, she has no problem sending them over the fence or putting them up off the fence as well. So um, I'm glad to see her get an opportunity on senior day. So the Lions come in with a record of 27-6, and six, and let's go to Chuck Murray now for this afternoon's senior day celebration. However, first we would like to recognize Manchester's lone senior, number 24, Lizzie Smith. Congratulations, Lizzie, and best of luck in all that you do. Now for your MSJ seniors. These two young ladies have dedicated an immense amount of time, hard work, and dedication to this program. and We could not be more proud of their accomplishments on and off the playing field. This specific senior class will end their career as the winningest class in MSJ softball history with a record entering today of 104 wins and 30 losses. Along with their teammates, this class has helped lead the program to back-to-back-to-back conference tournament appearances, a regular season conference championship, a regular season HCAC co-championship, HCAC tournament championship, regional runner-up finish, multiple wins against top 25 opponents, and numerous firsts within the program's histories. These are only a few highlights that make up their stellar resumes in the Navy and Gold uniform. Seniors, as you play some of your last games on this field today and the next couple of weeks, we want you to know that you will always be part of the Mount St. Joseph softball family. We are proud of the young ladies you've grown into and wish you all the best of luck. Know that your class has left a lasting impact on this program and have set a new expectations of what it means to wear an MSJ softball uniform. Let's give it up for our first senior, number 12, Caitlin Karate Leslie. Karate is being escorted by her parents, Jim and Kathy, her brother DJ, and Grandma Lee. Over her four years, Karate has seen herself in numerous very important pitch running situations. Highlighting her career, Karate has played in 21 games this season, hit 400 on the year, and scored seven runs. She is set to graduate this May with a Bachelor of Science in Biology, and already has a job lined up with the Evendale Police Department. Here's what Karate would like to say about her time here at MSJ. MSJ softball is not just a team to me. It's more of an adopted family that I spend more time with than my family. As in any family, there's always good and bad times and sacrifices, but in the end, it's about team, my adopted family. It's about making lifelong friendships, some starting way back to orientation, and others that begin with each incoming group of crazy freshmen or Army of Freshmen like this year. This program would not be where it is today if it wasn't for Coach, D.D., Kate, and Brogan. I can't thank all of you enough for taking away 
time from your families to put up with these us crazy cats and push us every day to be better. And thank you to Chris for killing us all those early mornings and making us stronger and faster. To all the girls, taking every moment you have in this program, remember it is an honor to wear MSJ on your chest and play the sport you love. There's going to come a day where you're going to be wishing for five more minutes in that uniform and on this field. Your time here on this team is going to go really fast, so practice every day like it's your last practice before the national championship. Play every game like it is a championship game. To the future seniors, next year is going to fly by for you. You're going to be hearing a lot of last first from Didi. I'm not going to lie and tell you it's easier because, truth be told, it just gets harder as the season progresses. My advice to you is to soak everything in and enjoy the ride. As Didi has said all season, it's going to be a roller coaster, and you can either watch everyone else ride it, or you can be on it screaming at the top of your lungs and having the time of your life. Cameron and Kendall, I can't think of any other seniors I would want to be here with. Kendall, you had always remained a part of the team to us. You're going to make a great nurse, and I can't wait to see what all you achieve. Cameron, you've come a long way since high school, and I'm so proud of how much you've grown each year. Thank you for always being encouraging and helping me lose my voice in the dugout. I'm really going to miss screaming, can I get a K for you? Lastly, thank you to my family. I know it has been rough at times, and we didn't always see eye to eye on some of my decisions, but you stood by me and encouraged me and always told me, if it was worth doing, then give it 125%. I will always be grateful for you making the long drive, sitting in the freezing cold or hot sun. I will always cherish the memories of me overthrowing the ball in the backyard and the long days and weekends of games and tournaments. It is hard for me to pick out a favorite memory, but this season and how far we go in postseason will definitely be at the top. Words cannot describe how thankful I am to be part of two great families. Hashtag capital L, capital L, four, capital L, explanation point. Give it up one more time for senior Caitlin Karate Leslie. Our final senior is pitcher number 11, Cameron McCool. Cam is being escorted by her parents, Tim and Leah, brother Skyler, and twin sister, Kendall. Cam has an extraordinary resume in the Navy and gold and will finish, find her name in the record books for years to come. To date, Cam has 359 and two-thirds innings pitched with 444 strikeouts and an astounding career ERA of 1.19. As we speak, she stands at 42 wins, which puts her second all-time, and 12 losses and 13 saves. She holds a single-season strikeout record at the Mount. The career strikeout record, shutouts in a season, is on track to be at the top of the career ERA and wins record with remaining portion of the season. Cam is set to graduate next week with a Bachelor of Arts in Early Childhood Education and Special Education. She plans to stay in Cincinnati and begin her teaching career. Here's what Cam would like to say about her time here at the Mount. My MSJ softball team has been like family the past four years. From early morning workouts of them listening to me and coach sing shivers at the top of our lungs to late night study sessions, there was never a dull moment with these girls. I am truly blessed to have met such wonderful people and I'm honored that I get to represent such an amazing school with them. I would like to thank Coach, Dee Dee, Brogan, and Kate for the constant support on and off the field and for always believing me in the team. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to play this sport that I love. I would also like to thank my parents for pushing me to the best that I can be and for the constant support that they gave me. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I want to thank my brothers for their support and taking the time to watch my games give me words of encouragement. Last but not least, I want to thank my number one fan, my sister, 
She has constantly pushed me since day one has always been there for me. Whether it was in her in a uniform by my side or her yelling at me in the bleachers, she has always cheered me on. I wouldn't be where I am today without her and never-ending love and support. Thank you. Thinking back on my softball career, the four years have flown by, and there have been so many big moments that will stay with me forever, including winning conference and making it to the regional tournament finals. Although there were some big moments, little things like dinner at coaches, handshakes with each of the girls, hacky and bus rides with Sandy are some of the many memories that I will keep close to my heart. Let's give it up for Cam McCool one more time. This concludes our senior recognition ceremony. Let's hear it loud and proud one more time for your 2022 Lions softball seniors. Chris, a couple of seniors that have been with this program for now the last uh, four years, five years, and uh, it is quite an accomplishment for what they have done as the hugs are going out to Almost everybody out there on the field right now. Yeah, just two special young ladies and a special day for them and their family. And a tough moment for this program as well as you're losing two leaders and two really good seniors. But uh, still a lot of games left to be played this year. And, uh, you know, you have to take this emotion in for a little while and then uh, get ready to go here in about five to ten minutes. Yeah, we've got at least four more games to go in the regular season, including this one that we're getting set to get underway here in about ten minutes. And not only that, but then you've got at least two in the tournament, and hopefully three or maybe four. Yeah, I mean, you just have to continue to, to fight and uh, continue to battle and continue to take it one game at a time. That's all you can do at this time of the year. Uh, it doesn't Anybody can beat anybody when you get down to the last week or two, and then obviously in the tournament. Everybody's always tough, so enjoy the moments, enjoy the ride, and uh, just continue to compete, and then we'll see where we're at at the end. Well, when we come back, we're going to have an interview with Beth Goddard. She'll talk about Caitlin Leslie and Cam McCool, and we'll get this game underway with the batting orders and the first pitch when we come back right after these timeouts. Your shipping manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Teaching is my calling, so when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash ohio. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! 
Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. And welcome back to Mount St. Joseph Softball Complex. As tonight will be a battle between the Mount St. Joseph Lions and the Manchester Spartans. It'll be the final two home games of the regular season for the Lions as we celebrate Senior Day as the festivities continue on on the field and get ready to go as the girls get their favorite song, Shania Twain, Any Man of Mine, getting them going as Cam and Karate are all smiles at the moment, hugging the girls as we're getting ready to go in Manchester, finish up. Finishing up the warm-up down the first baseline. Chris, Manchester comes into this game with a record of 12-24. and 24. They are 3-11 and 11 in the Heartland Conference, but they started out the year 0-8. So if you take away those first eight games, they are 12-16 and 16 over their last 28 ballgames. Yeah, I mean, they're going to compete at a high level, and uh, they're playing hard, and they're playing well at the moment, and... Uh, they're going to continue to fight, and they're scrappy. So you got to be ready to go tonight. You cannot take anybody lightly if you're the Lions. They are 1-11 on the road. They've lost six straight to Defiance, Franklin, and Rose over the weekend. Their last win came on April 16th versus Hope. That was a 7-6, eight-inning win in Game 2 of a doubleheader then. The Lions, on the other hand, are 26-7 and coming into this one, 10-2 and in the Heartland Conference. Coming in off of a doubleheader split with Transy on Tuesday night, in which they lost the first game 2-0, won the second game 6-1. The Lions have won 23 out of 27, shrinking it even more, 14 of 16, and shrinking it even further, 7 of their last 8. But something that we talked to Beth Godowitz about in the interview coming right up, the Lions in the last 10 games have committed 12 errors, 36 all season, Chris. Kemp has given up four under-earned runs in that time. McCool won, and they've given up ten runs total, so five of those runs have been unearned. Should we be worried about that? You just have to clean it up a little bit. I mean, obviously, airs, defensive plays, win small games, win big games. So as we go down to the final stretch here, every out, every at-bat, every little thing, a sacrifice bunt, sacrifice fly, and every defensive play matters in the postseason and in the late weeks of the regular season, so you just have to tighten the screws up a little bit more. Well, this one's going to be a good one. We told you the Lions magic number is four. It's Manchester and the Mount, and we had a chance to talk with head coach Beth Goddard about this game, this doubleheader, before this afternoon's contest. Beth, i got to ask you about the doubleheader on Tuesday night at Transy. I know you were disappointed in the outcome of the first game, but the girls bounced back in that second game. You really had to be pleased with that. Yeah, I was. Um, you know, yeah, I was a little frustrated in that first game because, um, you know, there was a play at the plate that actually ended up being an out. We went back and watched video of it. And then, you know, we had the air late in the game to score the other one. So, um, and the fact that we didn't hit, uh, we can't go out and let anybody else dictate um, how we are at the plate. We've got to be aggressive. And, you know, unfortunately, we let Jeter um, kind of get the best of us there in that first game. But, you know, just as we have all season long, we've re- we responded, and that's exactly what I expect of our players. Beth, going back, you brought up the error part of it. In the last 10 games, the team has committed 12 errors. 
you've given up ten runs on the pitching staff, but five of them have been unearned. Does that cause you any uneasiness at all? Not uneasiness. That just kind of goes back to show you how young we are. Um, you know, when we've got middle infielders that are freshmen and, you know, a sophomore third baseman and, um, you know, uh, some outfielders that are young, uh, those are going to happen. Um, the good thing is, is that for the most part, they haven't hurt us. Um, other than that transy game the other day, um, we've been able to get out of uh, the inning with the error and, and move on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just have to continue to work, and we have to continue to get better as a defense. And, um, you know, things are only going to get harder from here on out. <laughs> you know, when you look at this, Senior Day, McCool, Leslie, talk a little bit about each of them. Um, you know, I... It's hard to even say goodbye to them because, um, you know, Caitlin Leslie, um, you know, she hasn't gotten a ton of playing time over her four years, but the hardest working kid I've ever had in the program. Um, she comes extra, she hits extra, um, and, you know, she's moving on and, and is going to become a police officer, and that that profession fits her perfectly. Uh, and then Cam, you know, on the other flip side of it, um, you know, is going to leave here with being probably one of the most decorated pitchers we've ever had in the program. So, uh, you know, kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, but just super, super kids. Couldn't ask, um, you know, of any of them more than what they've done over their four years or three, three and a 16 game years. <laughs> um, so. Four, magic numbers four. Go get them. Magic numbers four and we need to go out and take care of business. Good luck today. Thank you so much. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Chris, we've said the magic number is four. Do you think the pressure is more on the Lions or Transylvania? I think it's potentially on the lines because you got to get four in. Obviously, you're definitely getting two in today. You've got to make sure you get two in tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, uh, depending on the weather. You cannot just get one of the two in. You have to get two in at Hanover. And uh, obviously, Transylvania has to get two in with Bluffs. And if the Lions are able to come away with two wins today, they would be tied. At the end of the night, and technically the Lions would be in first place, so that would put a little pressure on Transylvania to have to beat Bluffton. But uh, it's all about the weather and all about if we can get all of these games in. So it's going to be interesting over the next couple of days for the Mount St. Joseph Lions and the Heartland Conference. Let's check out the batting order this afternoon. For the visiting Manchester Spartans, who are 12 and 24 on the year, 3 and 11 in the Heartland Conference, these are their last two games of the regular season. Caitlin Carr will lead it off. The freshman will be playing third base. She's batting 336, number 19. Batting second is Brianna Morrow. Morrow, the freshman, will be in left field, hitting 275, number 18. Lizzie Smith will be batting third this afternoon. She's hitting. 337 and playing first base. She's a senior. Batting cleanup is Morgan Michael, the senior at DP today. She is hitting 250 and she will be number 10. Batting fifth is number zero, Izzy Dittmar. Dittmar will be behind the plate this afternoon and Dittmar is batting 2. 
84. Kyla Drake will be at shortstop this afternoon. Drake is a sophomore, and Drake coming into the ball game is making her one of her first starts. She's only started six games. She is batting 105 on the season. She'll be batting six. Julianne Gosnell will be the pitcher this afternoon, number one, and she will hit. She's batting 300. And Amaya Leister. Leister will be batting eighth this afternoon. She is hitting 118, and she is in right field. And batting ninth is Delane Sanchez, the center fielder. Sanchez is hitting 354. She is her best hitter, 354, and she is batting ninth in the order today. Now, let's pause for our national anthem. Going through that batting order once again for Manchester. The top three will be Carr, Morrow, and Smith. Then the middle three is going to be Michael Dittmar and Drake. Gosnell, Leister, and Sanchez are the bottom three this afternoon. Four, Beth Emmerich in her second year as head coach of the Manchester Spartans. She is 18 and 50 in her two-year career, 7 and 23 in the Heartland Conference. And she is assisted by Josh Zurich. Zurich is also the women's basketball coach for Manchester and the assistant athletic director. So, who's actually bossing who if you're in Manchester? Bamrick <laughs> is the head coach, but actually her boss is sitting just to the right of her in Zurich. Kind of an interesting situation down there for the Spartans. As they are trying to finish the season on a high note, Chris, when you look at this, if the Spartans could manage to win a game or even two here this afternoon, that would be the highlight of their season. Yeah, it would. They're going to continue to play hard, and uh, they're going to look to close out the season on a positive note. And for the Lions, you're playing for a lot more than just today. You're playing for the postseason. So you got to continue to grind, continue to work hard, and let's play well. Cam McCool warming up for the Lions on the mound. McCool with a .98 ERA, 13-3 and on the year. This will be her seventh. Start of the season, 22nd appearance. She's got seven shutouts. She has struck out 124 and walked 31. And an interesting stat about McCool right after this first pitch. Caitlin Carr steps in, right-handed batter, the freshman, hitting 336 
on the season. Semi crouch, first pitch of the ball game is lined right at Finch from third. It went off of her glove, picks it up on her left, and Carr's going to beat it out to first base. Dave, you talked about the airs, and that's going to be one right there on Casey Fincham as it hit her glove. It was a line drive to the third baseman, hit her glove, and she dropped it, and Carr's on for the first day, for the first day B for Manchester. Carr three for three in stolen base attempts. Little-known stat about McCool. She leads the Heartland Conference in saves this year with two. And also in wins with 13. Pitch bunted at and missed for a strike. Staying at first is Carm. Brianna Morrow is the hitter. Lefty playing left field today. Morrow hitting 275 on the season. Manchester in their gold uniform tops with black shoulders and black pants. Squaring to Bunt. Morrow pops it up near the mound. Finchip is going to come in front of McCool to grab it for the first out of the inning. Good communication between third baseman Casey Fincham and the pitcher Cameron McCool. She got Morrow to pop up to sacrifice Bunt. Fincham called her off for the first out of the inning. Brings up Lizzie Smith to the plate now. Smith hitting 337 on the year. She's the first baseman. Runner still at first base is Carr. One away. Pitch swung on and Line foul deep and out of play down the left field side. Smith is second on the team in RBIs for Manchester with 18 on the year. Overcast here at the complex, 62 degrees in Cincinnati. Virtually no wind at all. And the 0-1 pitch swung on and missed. Nice pitch from McCool and the count evens up or goes to 0-2. Cam's got to bounce back. Obviously, she took the loss against Transylvania, but pitched really well in that game. Zero walks for Cam on Tuesday night to Transy. Car at first base. The 0-2 pitch is high. Ivers had to bounce out of the crouch for that one, and the count is now 1-2. and two. Yeah, McCool pitched very well. Kemp was outstanding in Game 2, and we'll see her in Game 2 this afternoon. Bringing you both here this afternoon on Ultimate Sports Talk. 1-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. It was foul tipped in and out of the glove of Ivers. Yeah, Ivers just unable to catch it. Got Smith to foul tip it. Dropped out of B's B's glove. So 1-2 count. Smith's got new life. Doesn't matter if it's baseball or softball. You cannot practice that play if you're a catcher. You can't practice foul tips in and out of the glove. One down. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate, swung on and fouled back here against the screen. Count stays one and two. Lions here at home for these two, then on the road tomorrow at Hanover. First game starts at three. We'll have it here for you on ultimatesportstalk.com alone on the audio only. And the one two swung on and missed, went after an outside fastball. And there are two away. That'll be Cameron McCool's first strikeout of the day. Got Smith swinging on the outside corner. Brings up Morgan Michael, the DP, hitting 250 on the year. Two down, runner at first is still Carr. Two down, and the pitch to the plate. Swung on and fouled back against the screen on the right side. 0-1 the count. McCool early in this game. Staying ahead of the hitters. Lang in left, McDonald in center, Kennedy in right for the Lions. Finchman third, Cornelius at short, Stevenson at second. Gabbard is at first. Ivers behind the plate, McCool on the mound with that pitch down low. Count evens up at one and one. Michael, a freshman from Quincy, Michigan. Quincy High School. I know where Quincy is. 
Believe it or not. One of the few places I know in Michigan. I, I never traveled north. One and one the pitch. Down low. Two and one. Uh, I take that back. My parents one time wanted to go to Mackinac Island. So I took that. I think I was like seven or eight. I didn't have much choice. I had to go. <laughs> nice trip. Just it was in Michigan. Two and one pitch. And then smacked foul. And it bounced up and hit Michael in the batter's box. So the count stays at two and two. Michael with 19 hits on the season, two doubles, six RBIs. As you mentioned, she's hitting 250 on the on the year for Manchester, the freshman. Two and two the count. Two, Michael Dittmar on deck, swung on, popped foul over near third base. Fincham gives chase, Great tried to try to Ooh. catch it right on the railing and couldn't grab it as it bounced off her glove and out of play. Dave, I thought she had that. She had it in her glove for a split second, but I think... When she hit the yellow top part of the fence, it bobbled it out of her glove. It was a great effort by Fincham. She's looking at the third base dugout. McCool with the mask on. Two and two the count, two down. Carr still at first base. Hasn't shown any signs of trying to run. And the pitch to Michael is upstairs. Three and two. Carr on the season. Three for three on stolen bases, as you mentioned, just... Not getting a big lead out on the first base bag. This Manchester team, not much power. They're last in the Heartland, just two home runs on the year. Payoff pitch to the plate. Swung on, bounced over the mound. McCool got a glove on it, went to Cornelius, third of first in time for the out. So Michael goes down, 1-6-3. That'll do it for Manchester in the inning where they get no runs on no hits, one error for the Lions and they leave one on. We've played a half an inning, it's Manchester nothing, and the Lions coming to bat. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we could take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at the softball complex in Cincinnati. Let's check out the batting order now for the Lions in this next to the last home game of the regular season. Allie Lang will lead it off. She's batting 431 on the year playing left field. Kelsey Stevenson at second, the freshman batting 311. Batting third is Macy Cornelius, the shortstop, hitting 458. In cleanup is Rachel Gabbard at first base. The junior is hitting 396. Caitlin Leslie will be the DP this afternoon. Leslie will be batting fifth. Maddie Kennedy at 313 will be playing right field, batting sixth. Then comes Casey Fincham at third. The sophomore batting 356. B. Ivers hitting eighth. She's hitting 318 behind the plate. And Emily McDonald, who's seven for seven in stolen bases this year, hitting 375, the center fielder will be the number nine hitter. So it's Lang, Stevenson, and Cornelius. Gabbard, Leslie, and Kennedy are the middle three. Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald, the bottom three for Beth Goderwitz, Dee Dee Morris, and the rest of the Lions. Goderwitz in her 21st year. 341 wins, 371, 74, excuse me, defeats. Allie Lang steps into the batter's box. 
left-handed batter, the junior, facing off against Gosnell, and that pitch is taken upstairs for a ball. Allie. One or another count. Allie coming into today's game with 44 hits on the season. That puts her at second place on the team. Next pitch is upstairs, 2-0. and Gosnell on the year, throwing a 9.63 ERA. She is got no record. This will be her second start of the season. That pitch, low and outside, and now she goes 3-0. and Manchester this year has had 10 girls on the mound this season. And the 3-0, that hangs upstairs, ball four, so a four-pitch walk. And Lang is on at first base. Take into consideration ten pitchers for Manchester. The Lions this year have had four. That's it. Yeah, that's a tough tough deal for Manchester having to throw that many pitchers. But Allie Lang gets the four-pitch walk and gets the Lions offense rolling early. So Stevenson... Now we'll hit it into right field, going back to second baseman Eagle for the first out, catches it on the outfield lip of the grass. Holding it first is Lang, and there's one away in the inning. Defensively for Manchester. Morrow's in left, Sanchez in center, Leister in right, Carr at third, Drake at short, Eagle at second, Smith at first, Dittmar is the catcher, and the pitch from Gosnell is taken over at the knees for a strike by Macy Cornelius, who's hitting 458. Cornelius, right-handed batter. No wind at all. That pitch swung on and lined into right center field for a base hit. Coming in as Leister, bobbles it, has no play at second, so now the Lions have runners at first and second and one down. Macy Cornelius stays hot at the plate, takes a pitch opposite field for the single out to right field, and Allie Lang moves up to second. Two on, one out. Brings up Rachel Gabbard, hitting 396. Open stance for Rachel, right side of the box. She hits a fly ball to center field. Going back is Sanchez near the warning track, grabs it for the second out. Tagging at second and going to third is Lang. Holding at first base is Cornelius. And now she'll go back to first base as she looked like she may have been trying to get into a rundown. But there are two down now. Lang at third. And the bring to the plate, Caitlin Leslie. Boy, what a situation for the senior on senior day here. Productive out by Rachel Gabbard flying out to center field but moving up Allie Lang just 60 feet away from home. And can the senior Caitlin Leslie come up with a base hit to give the Lions the lead early? Leslie hitting 400 on the year. Swings and pops that foul behind home plate. Out of play. Owen won the count. Leslie from West Harrison, Indiana. East Central High School. Set to graduate a week from Saturday. She's had five at-bats, two hits. Two down. Owen one. The count to Leslie. That pitch is outside. Count evens up at one and one. Coach Goddard was talked about it in the pregame. Just a kid that works hard every single day. Takes nothing for granted. Number 12 in white. Guys now working quickly. The 1-1. One, one, high and outside. There goes the runner at first base. Cornelius will go into second with no throw with a stolen base. And that'll be Cornelius' sixth stolen base on the year. And now two in scoring position for Caitlin Karate Leslie. Two and one the count. Leslie. Pitch to the plate is low and inside, three and one. Of course, Leslie is going to be, she's going into the academy in June to become a police officer in Evendale. 
which is pretty much where I'm moving into, so I hope if she sees me, she's very kind. That much is bun hit on a high chopper right at third base. Carr picks it up, throws across in time to get Leslie on a bang-bang play. So in the inning, the lines are scoreless. They picked up one hit and left two on base. We head to the second, and there is no score. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jolliffe, a proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. No score as we head into the second inning of play. Cam McCool in the first inning had a strikeout, faced four batters. And Manchester will bring up Dittmar, Drake, and Gosnell, the five, six, and seven hitters. Reds lost this afternoon in an afternoon businessman special to San Diego. And the first pitch of the inning swung on and missed. Dittmar got tied up on an in tight fastball, 0-1. Cam continues to get ahead of hitters. Top of the second inning. 0-1 the count. Wind in the pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. So she went inside with the first pitch, outside with the second pitch. Is ahead in the count 0-2, and, and now Dittmar's thinking, where is she going with this one? 0-2. Outfield playing at medium depth for the Lions. That pitch, check swing, but went too far. And it will be a strikeout for Cam McCool as Dittmar could not hold up on that swing. Two strikeouts in the ballgame so far. One away. Brings up Kyla Drake. Nice job by Cam. That was a three-pitch strikeout to get the first out of the inning and her second strikeout of the afternoon. Drake hitting 105, the shortstop. And she swings and misses. Kind of a golf swing at that one. 0-1 the count. Drake this year has only been to the plate 19 times, picked up two hits. Our mathematician behind us, the PA announcer, Chuck Murray, might be able to figure out that batting average. The pitch goes outside, one and one. Drake is from Portland, Michigan, a sophomore. No idea. Didn't go through there when we went to Mackinac Island. <laughs> one and one. That pitch swung on and missed. And the count now goes to one and two. You know, when I was in Mackinac Island, I was like nine or ten years old. We played a lot of tetherball. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. One and two. That pitch check swing stays in tight. Two and two. What's even more amazing is that I played a lot of against this one girl. She always would beat me, and she was from Cleo, Michigan. I remember she was from Cleo, Michigan. Two and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed one after an outside fastball. Cam with three strikeouts early in the ballgame, Dave. Gets another hitter swinging. 
Julian Gosnell. And it brings up Julian Gosnell, the pitcher. Gosnell hitting 300 on the season. She's got nine RBIs on the year. The pitcher swings and lines that one foul deep out of play down the left field side. Dave, look out to left field. There's four gentlemen out there. They're standing on chairs to see up over the left field fence wall. Well, if they're <laughs> listening, they could wave in. Owen won the count. And the pitch from McCool. That pitch is just off the outside corner. One and one to count the guys now. Leister is on deck if guys now can keep it going. One and one. Bases are empty. McCool has retired four in a row. Make it five in a row. Pitch swung on and missed. And the count now goes to one and two. Spartans are eighth in the league in batting average hitting 278. Last in homers. We said they've only hit two as a team. 1-2 pitch. High. Stays up above the bill of the cap. 2-2. Two and two. Manchester just five triples on the year. Only 27 doubles on the year as well. So uh, they've struggled a little bit at the plate. As you mentioned, hitting only 278 as a team. McCool's 2-2 two, two pitch. Outside 3-2. and two. They're also eighth in the league in RBIs as a team with 119. Seventh in the league in pitching with a 5.41 ERA. But here's the thing about them, and we'll get to that either after this pitch or next inning. Pitch swung on a miss. We'll get to it in the next inning as McCool strikes out the side. She's got four in the ball game. Three up, three down for Manchester. We head to the bottom of the second. It's Manchester nothing, the Mount nothing here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at the softball complex. Chris, just one more thing about Manchester. This team is the youngest in the league right next to the mount because they start four freshmen, four sophomores, and one senior. Wow. Yeah, they are a young team, and uh, that speaks to some of their potentially some of their troubles as they continue to learn and continue to learn to compete at the collegiate level. Matty Kennedy will lead it off for the Lions, the right-handed freshman hitting 313, followed up by Finchman Ivers. Kennedy has been hot as of late, takes that pitch high and outside for a ball, want to know the count. Matty just continues to improve game after game. She's a freshman, right fielder. You can see her, she's getting more and more comfortable at the plate. 1-0 pitch is a ball outside, 2-0. In the first game, Matty against Transylvania Tuesday night clubbed one up the right center field fence and tried to stretch it into a triple that pitch is taken outside again and the count goes 3-0 and and both Chris and I thought that she ran through a stop sign by Beth Goderwitz and it was not the case Beth was bringing her to third and she was just thrown out on a nice play defensively 
And that pitch down low to Kennedy. Kennedy walks. Second walk given up in the ballgame by Gosnell. Yeah, I had to apologize to Maddie yesterday when I saw her. I thought she ran through the stop sign. She said, Coach was bringing me all the way. So definitely uh, was on Coach Godowitz. She owned up for it. And apologies to Maddie Kennedy as she draws the walk here in the bottom of the second inning. And that will bring up Casey Fincham. Fincham hitting 356. Kennedy at first base. She is two for two in stolen bases this year as Dittmar goes out to the mound to talk to the pitcher Gosnell. Carr, a couple of steps in at the bag at third and Smith at first and now the home plate umpire steps away from home plate and wants to adjust his mask. Now we're set to go. Kennedy at first, nobody down. Fincham squares the bunt, lays it down, and it hangs on the line and then twists foul. On the first base side, 0-1 the count. Tuesday night against Transylvania in those two ball games, Casey Fincham went 2 for 7, but she had some loud outs. She had a shot to the second baseman, Messing, who made an outstanding play, and Fincham's hitting the ball really well, even on her outs, loud outs. 0-1 the count, squares the bunt again, bunts it to third, and it will be grabbed by the third baseman Carr, throw to first in time. There's nobody at third, and getting towards third is Kennedy, and the home plate umpire goes down to third and calls Kennedy out at third base, trying to round second and go to third. On that time, it looks like Coach Gatterwiss wanted Kennedy to stay at second. Kennedy tried to get to third on the bunt attempt by Fincham. Nice play by the third baseman Carr to get the first out, and then they get the double play by throwing out Maddie Kennedy, trying to go first to third on the bunt attempt. That'll go as a sacrifice for Fincham, and then being thrown out at third by Kennedy, two down. And it brings to the plate B. Ivers. Ivers hits a line drive right at the first baseman, Smith, who puts the glove in front of her face in self-defense and catches it. So that'll do it for the Lions here in the inning. They virtually go three up, three down, and we've got no score here from the Southball Complex in Cincinnati at the end of the second inning on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spees medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to Textbook Delivery Hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Amaya Leister will lead it off for Manchester here in the top of the third inning. No score. Leister, then Sanchez in the top of the order car. Leister, the right fielder, hitting 118 on the season. She is a left-handed batter. She's only been to the plate 17 times and has two hits. And her first pitch from McCool swung on and missed. 0-1 the count. 
No balls, one strike. McCool playing in close at third is Fincham and Gabbard at first, and that pitch is just off the outside corner. One and one the count. Coming into today, Cameron McCool led the league in ERA with .98, and Casey Kemp was number two with 1.45, and those are overall stats for the entire season. One and one the count. Pitch to the plate, swung on and tapped foul behind home plate Leister. You know, one of our most avid listeners is Defiance head coach Meg Warren, and boy, they really clubbed the ball yesterday against Bluffton, winning the second game 20-5. to Hubble had two home runs in that game. She now leads the league with eight on the year. That pitch is outside. Count goes two and two. But you mentioned, Chris, that in the game, that game it also moved... Hanover up to the number four spot and Defiance with that loss moved down to the number five spot in the conference. 2-2 pitch to the plate is a check swing down low. Cameron McCool in conference ERA .38. Casey Kemp number three at .80. Three and two the count. Nobody down here in the inning. And the pitch to Leister. Leading it off, and that pitch is a called strike three over the outside corner. One of those delayed calls again. That is four strikeouts in a row by Cam McCool and five in the ball game. Yeah, that was just a nice pitch on the inside corner. It was just a delayed call by the umpire, Dave. Delaney Sanchez hitting 354. She leads the team in batting and is their number nine hitter. And that pitch is taken in tight for a ball. Boy, right now, Chris, this appears to be a really tight strike zone. Sanchez coming from the sophomore from Indiana. As you mentioned, their best hitter on this lineup hitting in the nine-hole spot. One and oh the count. And that pitch is right down Broadway. One and one. Sanchez, as you said, Chris is out of Osceola, Indiana, Penn High School. One and one, the count to Sanchez. Swung on, fouled down the left field side, giving Chase Fincham and Cornelius, but it will bounce up against the screen. And the count now goes to one and two. Cam just had such a special season this year, and then obviously when you look at her career as a whole, uh, obviously this year looking for win number 14, ERA's been top in the country, top 25 in the country most of the year. 1-2 pitch to the plate, swung on, and foul tipped off the glove of Ivers to the backstop. So staying alive is Sanchez. If you just look at what Cam's been a part of over her three and a half years, she's been a part of the best record in school history in 2019 at 35-7. and She's been a part of the best season in school history of last year's regional runner-up. Finished ranked 12th in the country, and then obviously this year, they have been ranked in the top 25 most of this most of the year. They're still receiving votes in this week's poll. One and two. That pitch is outside. Count evens up at two and two. This is game one of the doubleheader. If you're tuning in and wondering why are we playing on Thursday, this game was rescheduled from Saturday because they want to make sure they get it in because the weather appears to be bad on Saturday. Two and two the count. 
pitch to the plate. Sanchez bloops it down the right field side, and it will go past the coach's box, bounce up against the bullpen screen. Foul. Two and two to count. Lions will play tomorrow at Hanover. Three o'clock start for that one. And we're prepared to be there all night. Have to get two in if you travel to Hanover. Two and two. And the pitch high and in tight. Three and two. And then Transy has got Bluffton coming to town on Saturday. If the Lions and Transy both finish 14 and two, Lions win it on the tiebreakers and they'll host the tournament next week. Payoff pitch to the plate. Sanchez hits it into center field past the outstretched glove of Stevenson and falls in front of McDonald for a base hit. Just a bloop out to center field. Stevenson put a great effort to it, reached her glove all the way out, just unable to come up with it, and it's a single in the books for Manchester. And Sanchez is on in the top of the third with one out. That breaks a streak of seven in a row that McCool had retired and four strikeouts in a row. One down brings up to the top of the batting order Caitlin Carr who reached on an error at third her first time up and then takes that pitch inside for a ball. Want to know the count. Runner at first base is Sanchez. Sanchez six for six in stolen bases this year. And the 1-0 is down low again. And the count 2-0. Cam set to graduate next Saturday. Getting a degree in education. Going to be an outstanding teacher. Just a great personality. Always smiling. Always full of energy. Question with Cam is, as she delivers the 2-0, that hangs in tight 3-0. Will she pitch in the tournament or go to graduation? <laughs> To be determined. <laughs> Her sister Kendall will also graduate next week. Uh, so congratulations to that family. Just a really special couple weeks for them as they both prepare to graduate from college and move on and do really good things in life. As Kendall, her sister, is going to be a nurse. Cam, again, will be a teacher. So just a great family and uh, just two outstanding young ladies. Yeah, if I'm going to get picked up by the police, I want it to be Leslie. I'm going to have my kids taught, which is not going to happen, but if I did, I'd want it to be by McCool. 3-0 pitch to the plate is inside, ball four. But I don't know what is a strike right now, Chris. It's a walk by Cam McCool, and with one out, Manchester has runners at first and second. Top of the third inning, 0-0 score here this afternoon. Sanchez at second, Carr at first, and it brings up Morrow who popped out to third. She stands up right in the front of the batter's box. Wide open stance for a left-handed hitter. Her left foot is right next to the plate. Her right foot on the outside of the left-handed batter's batter's box, and she takes that called strike. Car coming in with 12 RBIs on the year. One triple, four doubles, zero home runs. Own one the count. One down here in the inning. Runners at first and second for Manchester. That pitch is outside. Count goes one and one. Cars a freshman from Valparaiso, Indiana. At game time, the temperature was 62 degrees, but now the wind blowing in, although the center field flag is hanging limp. 
And that pitch is outside. Two and one. Anything that is not right down the middle now, Chris, is a ball. The strike zone has just shrunk. Two and one. One down. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Foul back against the screen. And the count now evens up at two and two tomorrow. On deck is Lizzie Smith. One of the seniors, the only senior in their batting order here this afternoon. Lizzie was mentioned before today's game for senior day. 2-2 pitch, swung on and tapped foul over near the third base coach's box. And the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Cam happened to work a little harder here in the top of the third. 2-2 two, two count, one out, two on for Manchester. As Cam looks to get out of the jam, a base hit and a walk. Two and two the count. One down. Runners at first and second. No score. Pitch swung on and lined right back to the mound. Went off the glove and then bobbled by Cornelius. And there'll be no play anywhere. That would have been a tough play. Now he's going to call out. The umpire is going to call base umpire. Called obstruction on the runner Sanchez heading toward third base saying that she obstructed Cornelius trying to field that grounder. Yeah, Sanchez was trying to move second to third. Cornelius was coming in on the slow bloop there at the shortstop position, and they collided, and the field umpire calls it an out. So that's two outs, two on, first and second for Manchester. And it brings up to the plate Lizzie Smith, who fouls it over the first base dugout out of play. The first baseman, Lizzie Smith. You mentioned it, Dave. She's the senior. Lizzie Smith from Indianapolis, Indiana, Franklin Central High School. the count, two down. Pitch to the plate, swung on it, fouled right back here. Had the screen not been there, Chris would have caught one right in the teeth. Soft hands. 0-2. Hey, I told you it was cold the other night. (laughs) You had your opportunity at Transylvania to come away with our first foul ball catch of the year. You let me down. You ever seen an ice cube break into a million pieces when it hits something hard? That would have been my hands. 0-2 pitch, swung on and missed. McCool battles out of the inning as she picks up her sixth strikeout of the ball game. As we head to the bottom of the third inning of play here from the complex, it is the Mount Nothing and Manchester Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, by the way, if you're coming down here to the complex, uh, Watch this one and game number two. The food truck is here. So be sure to bring your hard-earned cash and buy your supper here tonight at the food truck. So for the Lions in the inning, they will bring to the plate in a scoreless duel the bottom of the order, Emily McDonald, who bounces the first pitch to third. Carr 
throw to first in time for the first out of the inning. One pitch, one out for Manchester. Gosnell gets Emily McDonald to ground out to the third baseman car for the first out of the inning. Allie Lang, who walked her first time and was stranded at third, is up now. Lang, 431 hitter. Whenever Allie gets on, good things happen, and that pitch is in tight for a ball, 1-0. Had a chance to interview several of the players last night. Allie, one of them, and very well-spoken, and just a good chance to catch up with them. As you mentioned, when she gets on, good things happen. 1-0 is a strike over the outside corner. 1-1 one one the count. By the way, the baseball team will be playing in Florence this Saturday against Manchester. Noon start. That pitch is swung on and tapped foul. Beth Godowitz bent over, tried to catch it, but because she's another year older as of Tuesday, could not get to that one. <laughs> I can say that. I'm older than Beth. One and two the count. Chuck Murray will have the play-by-play on Saturday. That pitch is swung on and fouled over the third base dugout. Allie Lang, a junior from Eminence, Indiana, Martinsville High School. Chuck does a great job on the baseball play-by-play. One and two the count. And the pitch is outside, two and two. Two balls, two strikes, one out here in the inning. And the pitch is blown outside for a ball in the count now three and two. To Allie Lang. Lang has strung it out. Three and two. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded to third. Carr stabs it to her left. Throws to first base to Smith for the second out of the inning. It's a really nice job by the third baseman, Carr. That was a hard hit ball on the ground from Lang, plus speed. Carr comes up with it cleanly and fires it over to first for the second out of the inning for Manchester. Brings up Kelsey Stevenson, who popped out to second her first time up, so she is 0 for 1 in the ball game. Stevenson came in hitting 3-11. Takes that pitch for a strike. 0-1 the count. Chris, again, we've got another one of those umpires. It's got to be a Heartland Conference thing. They have to be showing this in the mechanics school to be, just be delayed on the ball strike calls. And the count bounced back foul, and the count goes 0-2. Stevenson second on the team in RBIs with 22 and tied for first in home runs with 3. 0-2 count. She's going to have to go to work here, but she's a very good two-strike hitter. And the 0-2 pitch is down low to Stevenson. Makes it one and two. Stepping back in, Stevenson. Bases are empty. And the pitch to the plate is fouled. Hit the bottom of the bat. Stevenson was backing out of the way, but it hit the knob of the bat as she was backing away. So that's a foul ball, and the count stays one and two. Stevenson, a freshman second baseman from Mooresville, Indiana. And the pitch from Gosnell, line to the shortstop. Coming in as Drake plays it on a hop, throw to first, in time to get Stevenson. D.D. Morris at first base doesn't agree with the call, but that'll end the inning as the Lions go 1-2-3 here in the third. We've played three complete. And we've got no score on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. 
At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official Investigations and Security Services at 844-263-3424. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at the complex as for Manchester. Leading it off here in the fourth inning of play, it is Morgan Michael. Give you your line score through three complete. After this pitch from McCool, heading the count to Michael 1-0, and the pitch to the plate is high and inside for a ball 2-0. For the mount, no runs, one hit, no errors, and the mount has left two on base. For Manchester, no runs on two hits, no errors, and they have left three on base here this afternoon. 2-0 the count to Michael, and that pitch swung on and missed. Count now two and one. Michael looked to be going downtown on that one, Chris. Sandy the bus driver down there in the crowd for the Lions, sitting right next to the dugout. She is always somewhere around the girls. Two and one. Pitch is low and outside. Three and one the count. So far, Manchester holding the Lions just a one hit in the game, Dave. Just not a ton of offense early on for the Lions. Three and one. Fincham even with third, so's Gabbard at first. Outfield straight away and medium depth. And the 3-1 pitch to the plate is a called strike over the outside corner. 3-2. Nice pitch by Kane McCool. Three and two to the leadoff hitter here in the inning. Morgan Michael, then Dipmar is on deck. Pitch to the plate, swung on, lined into left center field, going over McDonald on the run, and glanced off her glove up against the fence. Grabbing it on the warning track is Lang, getting it back in, but too late to get Michael at second base as she goes in with a double. Michael Barrett won up and hit it out to the left center field gap. Emily McDonald made a great effort, laid out for it, hit the tip of her glove and bounced up against the fence, and Michael rose in to a stand-up double for Manchester with no outs to the top of the fourth. Anna brings to the plate Dittmar with a runner at second. Drake is on deck. Dittmar struck out her first time up. Lions are expecting a bunt here out of Manchester. Dittmar squares, bunts it out in front of the plate. Goes to McCool from her knees, flips to first, and gets the out with Stevenson covering. But taking third is Michael. Nice job by Dittmar to get the sacrifice bunt down. Good play by Cam to get it gathered on her knees and fire it over to Stevenson for the first out. But Manchester now has a runner 60 feet away, one out. Brings up Drake. Drake struck out her first time up. 0 for 1 in the ballgame. One down, but a runner at third for Manchester. The first 
threat in the ballgame for the Spartans. McCool into the wind, and the pitch is down low. Nice stop by Ivers. 1-0 the count. Not a bad crowd here this afternoon for a 5.30 start. Now there's six guys out there. Now they get a table and yeah. four chairs. 1-0 the count. Pitch swung on and fouled back to the screen. Boy, it was tough to get here this afternoon, too. There's a lot of construction on River Road, and was almost a parking lot trying to get down here. If that continues, you might be better off going the back route, which is out of coming down from the college. One-on-one the count. That pitch is evidently upstairs. Wow. Two-and-one. I don't know where that was. Cam made a stare back into home plate. She didn't know where she missed. B held it a little tighter. Not sure where the miss there, but two-one count. Gosnell is on deck. McCool's pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined into center field for a base hit. Coming home to score. First run of the ball game is Michael. And it is a one to nothing Manchester lead. Drake comes up with a big hit for Manchester. Just a little bloop over the second baseman Stevenson's head. And as you mentioned, Michael comes in on the score. And now it's one to nothing Manchester. One out runner at first. Top of the fourth inning. Chris, a lot of people will say umpires do not dictate play, but that's a case where McCool had to come right down the middle with a pitch with three balls, and it allowed Michael, or excuse me, Drake, just a room service fastball to deliver it into center field for an RBI single. Yeah, so far, Camstone, 68 pitches, 42 of those are strikes. So... After the trip to the mound by Dee Dee Morris, one down in the inning. Runner at first is Drake, and it brings up the pitcher, Gosnell, who came in hitting 300, struck out her first time, so she is 0 for 1. And the pitch to the plate, bunted out in front of the plate in the air, but grabbed by Gabbard, throw back to first base with Stevenson covering, not in time to get Drake heading back to first. Nice play by Rachel Gabbard. We're able to get Gosnell to bump it. Bone it up in the air down the first baseline. Gabbard comes in and catches it in the air for the second out. Fires back to first base. Just a close play at first, but two outs, one on for Manchester in a one nothing game. Two down. Runner still at first base is Drake, and it brings up Leister, the lefty. Struck out looking her first time up. McCool peering in. And now Leister wants to call a timeout. Ball one. And I think he's going to award a ball to the batter. I think. He hasn't really signified it. The umpire stepped out from behind home plate. Now the pitch is swung on a grounder to second to Stevenson. Bobbled it, but right in front of her. Picks it up. Throws to first in time for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for Manchester... They pick up a run on two hits. No errors, and they leave one on base. As we head to the bottom of the fourth, it's Manchester 1, the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months 
or graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Macy Cornelius, the shortstop, leads it off here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Lions find themselves down on the scoreboard, one to nothing. Wind and the pitch to the plate, swung on, popped out into right field. Cornelius hits it out to Leister and right to grab it for the first out of the inning. Dave, right now you got to give credit to Gosnell. She's pitching really well so far. Gets Cornelius to fly out to right for the first out of the inning, and the Lions with just one hit on the ball game. And that'll bring to the plate Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard takes that pitch outside for a ball. Check it, a strike, going one the count. Rachel leads the team in RBIs with 35, leads the team in doubles with 11, and two home runs. That pitch is swung on it, grounded is short. Throw across, went high, but Smith went up to grab it, stepped on the bag in time to get Gabbard, and there are two down. Drake made the play at the shortstop position, fired it over to Smith at the first base bag for the second out of the inning. So there are two down. Lions are really making quick work in this one. And it brings to the plate Caitlin Leslie. Leslie, wind, and the pitch is down low for a ball. One or no the count. Leslie, one of two seniors being honored here on senior day. The 1-0 pitch to the plate is down low, 2-0. Leslie 0 for 1 in the ball game, bounced out to third her first time up. Lions need some base runners, down one to nothing. The offense has really been anemic in two of the last three games. That pitch is outside, 3-0. Boy, Chris, I'm not exactly sure what is a strike in this game and what is not. That looked really good. Yeah, just neither pitcher getting a call right now. 3-0 count. Pitch to the plate. Down low, ball four. Nice job by the senior karate Leslie to draw the walk. Gets on the base. Two outs in the inning. Runners got one on. Kennedy walked her last time up. And tried to go to third on a sacrifice bunt. Was cut down at third. Two down, Kennedy, right-handed batter, swings and grounds it wide of third, but a nice stab by Carr and the throw to first in time to get Kennedy, and the Lions are down again in the inning. They leave one on, no runs, no hits, no errors. They leave one on base, and as we head to the fifth inning of play, it is still... Manchester won the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. 
Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Lions down one to nothing here in this one as we head to the top of the fifth inning. And coming up for Manchester, it'll be the number nine hitter, Delane Sanchez, but their leading hitter on the season, and she swings and misses that offering on one the count. 0 and 1. Sanchez singled her first time up. That pitch is upstairs for a ball. 1 and 1. We are in the fifth inning. Lions so far have not been able to muster much offense against Gosnell. 1 and 1 the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and blooped over in the first base side. Gabbard got a glove on it and could not hang on to it in the first base coach's box. So it goes foul, one and two. Gabbard put a good effort into it, just bobbled it out of her glove. Looked like she was going to make that play, Dave, and then it falls out into foul territory. One ball, two strikes. Sanchez, right-handed hitter, top of the order, car on deck. And the one-two pitch to the plate is down low, bounced off to the right of the plate. Two and two. Well, we said in the pregame, a win or two here today by Manchester would really make their season. And right now, they're hanging on to a one nothing lead. That pitch swung on and tapped foul on the third base side. Yeah, if you're the mount, you've only had one hit on the day. And uh, just looking for some energy, looking for some, some grit here and some making some plays defensively and then getting the bats going. Two and two the count. Into the line, McCool's pitch swung on, line down the left field side, but that'll curve foul, hit up against the screen. Allie Lang will give chase on that one. Two and two remains the count to the leadoff hitter here in the fifth inning of play. Sanchez with 34 hits on the year, two doubles, and one home run. And that pitch is blooped down the right field line. Two and two the count. Nobody down, and the pitch to Sanchez takes that one inside for a ball, and it goes three and two. San- Sanchez making the cool work. Full count here, no outs in the inning. Top of the fifth, Manchester with a one nothing lead. Three and two. And the pitch to the plate is down low and outside, ball four. Sanchez jaws the walk for Manchester. Now they have a base runner on, top of the fifth, no outs as McCool 
has her second walk of the day. And it'll bring up Caitlin Carr. Carr will come up to the plate. Right-handed hitter, leadoff hitter with Sanchez at first base. Carr reached on a base hit and walked. And she swings and fouls that one. Way foul down the left field side. Owen won the count. Morrow is on deck. Sanchez at first base. Into the wind and the pitch to the plate. Tap foul behind home plate by Carr. And the count now goes 0-2. Morrow is on deck. Carr, right-handed hitter. Manchester trying to get some insurance here in the fifth inning, leading it one to nothing. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate, swung on and popped down the right side into the bullpen foul. Manchester's got some activity going on in the bullpen. Can't tell who it is. Is the bullpen? Whoever is warming up down there got the ball and threw it back into their first base coach, Josh Zurich. Zurich is the women's basketball coach and associate athletic director at Manchester. 0-2 pitch to the plate, swung on the line, deep and foul down the left field side. We have seen a lot of that over the past few games against McCool, Chris. Yeah, just that inside pitch that everybody's turning on and fouling it off down the left field line. Carr looks out at McCool. 0-2 the count again. Pitch to the plate is outside, but swung on and hit foul over the first base dugout. So Carr really wasting some pitches here by Cam. Yeah, Carr putting together a nice A-B. 0-2 count, fouling off several pitches. Looking for her second hit of the afternoon. 0-2. Again, and the 0-2 pitch swung on and line foul again. <laughs> And former catcher out there, Savannah Sturgill's picking up. She's got two foul balls as she walks back to the third base bag. Saw former center fielder Brooke Otto earlier today. and Thought I saw former pitcher Sarah Miller, but I could have been wrong. Oh, and to the count, I didn't see any of them. Of course, <laughs> you're a man amongst the team, so everybody gravitates towards you. The 0-2 pitch is high and outside. And the count one and two. President of the Mount checking it out here this afternoon. He's sitting right next to the dugout, cheering on the Lions. Boy, remember him last year in Decatur? He had a great time oh. at the NCAA Regionals. <laughs> one and two, Dr. Williams. That pitch swung on, fouled out of play again. Over on the right side. Carr really putting together a battle here with McCool. Had to be up near double-digit pitches just in this at-bat alone. Nobody down. Runner at first base is Sanchez. Not showing any inclination of going. And the 1-2 pitch swung on and lined foul down the left field side again. Going to run out of softballs before the end of this at bat. Carr really putting together a fine at bat here against one of the better pitchers in the Heartland Conference, if not the best, in Cam McCool. 1-2. and two. 
And the pitch to Carr. That pitch inside and hit her. Nice at bat by Carr. Fouled off several pitches. Got it to a 1-2 count. And McCool lets one hit Carr. And now Manchester's really got something going. Two runners on, no outs in the top of the fifth. Ninth batter this year that Cam has hit. Now Manchester with runners at first and second. Nobody down. And it brings to the plate Brianna Morrow. A walk and a hit batsman has put the Lions behind the eight ball here in the fifth. Down already one to nothing. Nobody down. And you would expect Morrow to be bunting. And she squares the bunt and bunts it foul behind home plate. 0-1 the count. Morrow with one sacrifice hit so far this year. Three RBIs. Only 11 hits on the year. Morrow tried to sacrifice her first time up. Ended up being a force out. Owen won the count. And the pitch swinging away and takes that one upstairs for a ball. She turned away from it and really didn't appear to be anywhere close. One and one. Smith is on deck and you really want to do something here with Morrow to get her out. Keep the double play in order with Smith coming up. One and one. Bunnard up the third base side. Leslie, or excuse me, Fincham is going to let it go foul and then grab it. And the count now goes to one and two. Smart play by Fincham. Yeah, let it go foul and grab it as soon as it did. One, two count now. Two on, no outs for Manchester. Well, you just want to make sure that that entire ball is foul. One and two. Coming back to the plate now is Morrow. Sanchez at second. Carr at first. That pitch swung on and fouled out of play. One and two. Lights are on here at the complex. Yeah, they just came on. That's what we need here at the complex. A party deck. Out the right center field, left center field. We already got it. Looks like eight or nine people out there in left center watching it from out there. Yeah, some are on tables and chairs. One and two, swung on and tapped right back to the mound. McCool's going to go to third, got him there! Nice play by Cameron McCool. It was a slow chopper to her, and she turned over, got the force out at third to Casey Fincham for the first out of the inning. Nice play by the pitcher, Cameron McCool. Boy, that was a big defensive play by the Lions. Carr now is at second, Morrow at first, one down now, and it brings up Lizzie Smith, who has struck out twice swinging. One down in the inning. McCool's pitch to the plate is upstairs for a ball. One to know the count. Smith coming in with 18 RBIs, hitting 337. So if you're Manchester, this is who you want at the plate. Two on, one out. Cam peering in. The 1-0. Swung on, pop foul, and out of play over the left field side. Count evens up at 1-1. One and one. Smith came in hitting 337 on the year. Has 18 RBIs. No home runs. The 1-1 pitch. Outside. Swung a miss. Smith down in the count now. 1-2. and two. Nice pitch by Cam as she tries to battle out of this jam as Manchester tries to look for a base hit to tack on to the lead. One down. Runners at first and second. McCool into the line. The pitch 
Inside, down low, evidently, two and two. Boy, it is hard to determine right now, Chris, what is a strike and what is a ball, especially from up here. Two and two, the count. Into the wind, 2-2 pitch is just off the outside corner on a check swing, 3-2. and two. Coach Goddard is pretty upset down there in that third base dugout without that call. I'm not sure where that missed on the outside corner, but so far, 94 pitches for Cam, only 61 strikes. 3-2. and two. And the one-out pitch to the plate, swung on, fouled straight back. And on the other side for Gosnell, she's 42 pitches for 22 strikes. Difference of 52 pitches in the same amount of innings, Chris. That's unheard of. Well, actually, we've got to get to the bottom of the fifth before that happens. But still, that pitch is down low, ball. Where was that? Holy cow! And Manchester draws a walk now. Bases loaded for the Spartans. Only one out in the inning. It's a one nothing ball game in the top of the fifth. This is one of the best pitchers in the Heartland Conference. And the and we saw the game at Defiance. She didn't get a call. And now Beth Goderwitz has got to go out and talk to her. Yeah, at this point, you're just trying to, hey, everybody relax. Let's have some fun here. Cam... Throw the ball over the plate, and defensively, we're going to have to make some plays. Chris, she's been throwing the ball over the plate. They're not calling it. Going to have to just lay it over right in the middle of the plate. And you don't want to do that now with the bases loaded and one down. I mean, Cam has now thrown 101 pitches. 64 of them have been called strikes. I mean, this is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, you got a pitcher here that's got a sub-1 ERA and not getting a call. Got to battle through it. Sometimes you face adversity, and if you're Cam in this defense, you've got to battle right here as we're going to have a pinch runner for Manchester. Brooke Reeves coming in for Smith. So Reeves in to run. Carr at third. Morrow at second. Reeves is at first. One down in the inning, and the cleanup hitter, Morgan Michael, who is... Grounded out, and that pitch is a strike. Michael has grounded out and doubled. Owen won the count. Cool, peering in. The 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on, fly ball out into short left field. Going back near the line is the shortstop Cornelius to take it on the outfield grass for the second out of the inning. That is a huge out, Dave. Cam gets Michael, jammed her up, get her to pop up into left field. Macy Cornelius makes the catch, and now two outs, but bases are still loaded for Manchester. Izzy Dittmar, double zero coming to the plate. Dittmar came in hitting 204. Has struck out and sacrificed. 0 for 1 in the ball game. Two down in the inning. Bases still loaded. Swung on and fouled straight back. 0 and 1 now the count. Boy, Cam in the fifth inning of play has thrown 103 pitches. She hit over 110 all of Tuesday at Transylvania. 
And the 0-1 pitch swung on. Fouled straight back and out of play again by Dittmar. 0-2. Mentioned it. Cam's ERA in conference, .38. Obviously one of the best pitchers in the league, if not the region. Two down, bases still juiced. 0-2 to count to Dittmar. And the pitch to the plate swung on and it went behind Ivers. And the umpire's not calling it a foul ball. Was it a foul tip? Well, he never called it a foul tip. He never called it a foul tip. That's supposed to be strike three. But evidently, it's going to be a foul tip. 0-2 the count. Wow. And the pitch outside. 1-2. and two. Chris, he's got to call that. He's got to make a definitive call. One and two the count. Two down. Pitch to the plate. Swung on line deep and foul over the third base dugout. One and two. Cam continues to battle. One, two count. Two outs. Bases loaded for Manchester. One nothing game. Looking for the final out of the inning. Two down in the inning. McCool looking to slam the door. In this inning, 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. She got out of it. McCool strikes out Dittmar to get out of the bases. Loaded jam with one out. As we head to the bottom of the fifth, it is still... Manchester won the Mount Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is warm. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at the complex on River Road. Cam McCool, what a great job to pitch out of a jam. That's what Cam does, man. She continues to battle. She faced a little bit of adversity in the top of the fifth. Got a big strikeout to end the inning. And if you're that team in that third base dugout, you got to find some energy and you got to find some offense right now. Lions have only had one hit in the ballgame. That by Macy Cornelius. Casey Fincham will lead it off. It'll be the bottom three in the batting order. Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald. Into the line, Gosnell, who's pitched a beauty. Throws that one as strike. Chris, this is unbelievable. Got to continue to battle. You have to face adversity right here. I know you're down 1-0. You're not getting your calls, but you got to keep working. 0-1 the count. That pitch outside. 1-1. One and one. Casey Fincham's been one of the toughest outs for the Lions here of late. Hitting 356. Fincham sacrificed her first time up. That pitch is another strike. 1-2. and two. That was not a strike on three pitches for McCool in the last inning. Maybe more. One and two. Pitch to the plate. Outside, two and two. Gosnell has really pitched a beauty here today. 
but coming into this inning, she has thrown 42 pitches compared to 109, and that pitch is grounded into center for a base hit that's by what the, Casey Fincham. That's what the Lions needed right there, Dave. A single up the middle, hard hit ball by Casey Fincham. This is typically where you get one hit, all of a sudden it turns into multiple hits for the Lions, and now brings up Elizabeth Ivers. Well, Casey Fincham is the tying run at first base. Doesn't appear that we're going to have a pinch runner. B. Ivers will be coming to the plate. Ivers lined out to first, where Smith stuck the glove up in front of her face and prevented herself from getting hit in the schnoz. 1-0 is the score. Pitch. Ivers takes it up high for a ball, and staying right at first base is Fincham. With that hit by Fincham, she's now fourth on the team in hits. She's really put together a really nice sophomore year at the plate. and See if Elizabeth Ivers gets the sacrifice bunt down. 1-0 count. Miss clutch. B. Ivers, 1-0. And she foul tips that one. She's behind home plate. She's frustrated with herself on that one as she turns around and steps back out of the box. McDonald is on deck. Lions with just two hits in the ball game so far as bottom of the fifth, Manchester leads one to nothing. Ivers, one and one the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, popped up into left field. Back is the left fielder Morrow. Now coming in, has it, tagging at first, but holding right there is Fincham. And there's one away. Ivers unable to get the sacrifice down and then flies out to left field. Very unhappy with herself, but that's a big out for Gosnell. That's the first out of the inning. Emily McDonald will be coming to the plate. McDonald 0 for 1, bounce to third. And now the base umpire is going to come over and talk to first base coach Dee Morris about something. And now... They want the guys in the out, outfield fence to... They might have said something to the left fielder, it looks like. Ah. Uh, and he heard that all the way in the infield? <laughs> that pitch now to McDonald is taken down low for a ball. 1-0 the count. Emily McDonald, the freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana, hitting 375 in the nine-hole spot for the Lions. 1-0 to McDonald. Lang is on deck. That pitch is high and outside. Throw it down to first, but getting back easily is Fincham. In case you noticed, we're right in the flight pattern today for CVG Airport. Is that the daily flight to Orlando? Not sure what it is, but it's been the first time all year. 2-0 swung on and lined right at the shortstop. Getting back to first base with a head first dive, though, is Fincham. Boy, McDonald squared it up, but right at the shortstop, Drake for two outs. Nice play by Drake. She was looking to double up Fincham, but Fincham gets back to first. So now with two outs, Fincham at first. It'll bring up the leadoff hitter, Allie Lang. Time to change pencils. Just two hits for the Lions in today's contest so far. Lang, 0 for 1 with a walk. That pitch, low and outside for a ball. 1-0 the count. Well, my Guardians lost again today. 4-1 to to the Angels. Out in California. And the 1-0 pitch. Lang hits it foul down the left field side. 
one and one. Reds got beat today. Not a good day for Ohio teams. <laughs> draft is tonight. The NFL draft. One and one the count. That pitch low and outside. Two and one. Any thoughts on who's going to go number one? Heard several different names, so be interested to see. And it's always a special day for those guys getting drafted into the NFL. Two and one the count to Allie Lang. That pitch is low and outside again. Three and one. Got Lions wide receiver and part-time quarterback Jake Ayler to the left of us. Any thoughts on who's going to be number one? None. No thoughts. Three and one the count. That pitch butted right out in front of the plate. Picked up by the pitcher. Guys now throw to first. Got by the first baseman. Lane's going to take the second and rounding second and going to third is Fincham on the overthrow at first base on the air. Nice job by Allie Lang. Puts the bunt down and air on the throw. Goes all the way out to right field, and now the Lions have something going with two outs. As Lane got up to second, Fincham goes first to third on the play, and that brings up the freshman, Kelsey Stevenson. Beth Emmerich, the head coach of Manchester, is out talking to the first base umpire, now wants to go out and talk to the base umpire. I think they're saying that Lang interfered with the first baseman trying to catch that throw. I didn't see it that way. I didn't see it. It looked like it hit off the back of Lang. And Emmerich now is going to go out and talk to the base umpire as Josh Zurich, the assistant coach of Manchester, is talking to the home plate umpire from the dugout side of the field. The entire infield right around the pitcher's mound. And now the base umpire and the home plate umpire are going to confer. This is a huge call, Dave, if they change this call to make it the third out of the inning. As they confer in between the third base and pitcher's mound. Yeah, this would be the third out of the inning here in the fifth. And they're going to leave it the same way it is. Beth Emmerich is still jawing with the home plate umpire. So, there are two down, runners at second and third. We're going to keep it that way. And it brings up Kelsey Stevenson, who has popped out to second. She's 0 for 2. She's looking for a base hit for the freshman. Laying at second, Fitchum at third. The Lions down one nothing. bottom of the fifth. And the pitch to Stevenson is upstairs for a ball. Boy, Gosnell looks in. I can't say as I blame her. One or no the count. Into the line, the 1 0 pitch to Stevenson. Swung on base hit center field. And he'll square all the way to the wall as it got by the center fielder, Sanchez. Lions will score two runs. Stevenson is going to round second. Here's the throw to third. Not in time as Stevenson will step on the bag. And the Lions have taken the lead at 2 to 1. The freshman from Morrisville, Dave, steps up in a big moment. Barrels up a ball out the center field, and the ball got under the glove of Sanchez. So Lang and Fincham both score, and Stevenson goes all the way to third, standing up, and the Lions take the lead on the freshman base hit from Kelsey Stevenson. And that will bring up Cornelius. I'm guessing that's going to be a base hit and an error that will allow Stevenson to get to third, and that's the way they're going to rule it. Cornelius at the plate. Takes it for a strike. 0-1. Lions... Leading it 2-1 to one here in the inning. 
Stevenson delivers big for the Lions. Is now 60 feet away for Cornelius. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. High. 1-1. One one. Just one of those games that you got to continue to fight and you got to fight through adversity. Three hits on the day for the Lions, but now they have the 2-1 to one lead in that dugout full of energy now, Dave. 1-1 one and one the count. Pitch to the plate. Bunted behind the plate. Cornelius was trying to bunt for a base hit, obviously, with two downs. And that makes the count one and two. We are in the bottom of the fifth. Lions finally on the scoreboard, leading it two to one. And the one-two pitch, high and outside. Dittmar tried to frame it, but that was way outside, two and two. Macy Cornelius from Whiteland, Indiana. Whiteland High School. Two and two the count. Pitch to the plate, swung on and tapped to short. Picking it up is Drake to a right, throw to first is in time to get Cornelius. And that will do it here in the inning. Boy, a close play at first base and it goes to Manchester. We head to the sixth. It's now the Mount 2, the Spartans 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris, right back here at the complex. Cam McCool has thrown a ton of pitches here this afternoon heading into this inning. And she is out there now with the first time today a lead. She has thrown 109 pitches through the first five innings. Yeah, Stevenson was able to barrel up a ball and come up big for the base hit for the Lions to score two in that bottom half of the fifth. Now Cam's got the lead, top of the sixth, in a must-win game for the Lions. Kyla Drake, the shortstop, who has struck out and singled to center, swings and misses the first offering, 0-1. Lions came in with a magic number of four. This is the first game of a doubleheader. The 0-1 hitter on the arm. Hitter in the left elbow. That's the second hit batsman today by Cam. Yeah, just came inside a little bit and squared her up and hit her on the elbow. And now Manchester once again has a base runner with no outs. Cam's going to have to go to work here with the 2-1 lead, top of the six. Cam, her tenth batter that she has hit this year. Brings to the plate. Gosnell, the pitcher. Wide open stance, right side of the plate. Squares the bunt, bunts it out in front of the plate. Gabbard will grab it between the mound and first. Throws the first in time for the first out of the inning, but the sacrifice sends Drake down to second. Big out for the Lions right there. Gosnell does a job, though. Gets the sacrifice, bunt down. Gabbard comes in from first to make the play. Throws it to the second baseman, Stevenson. 
But in the meantime, Drake moves up to second into scoring position with one out in the inning. And now I believe we're going to have a pinch hitter. And it will be Cody Douglas. Douglas. And it will be a pinch runner also. But we're also, I believe, going to have a pinch hitter. Pinch running for Manchester, number seven. Tom nope. Edmondson. So Edmondson will be running. Edmondson, number seven from Indianapolis, Indiana, the freshman, is running. And it will be Leicester stays in to hit, and she pops it out to short, and grabbing it is Cornelius for the second out of the inning. Leicester swings at the first pitch of the A-B and pops it up. Can of corn for the shortstop. Cornelius, second out of the inning for McCool. Runner at second, though, for Manchester. And it brings up Delaney Sanchez. Sanchez, number 17 on the back of her uniform. Center fielder hitting 354 on the year. Boy, she would like to atone for that play right now out in center field. And that pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. Sanchez leads the Manchester Spartans in batting average, hits, RBIs, and has one home run on the year. Told you I changed pencils in the entire complex of this game is that pitch is looped out to shortstop Cornelius will take it and that'll do it here in the inning but in the inning Manchester scores no runs they leave one man on base we head to the bottom of the sixth it is still the mount two Manchester one on ultimatesportstalk.com now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store, or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, leading it off for the Lions will be Rachel Gabbard here in the bottom of the sixth inning of play. Lions three outs away. They need some insurance runs here. Drake is back into the game at shortstop after being pinch run for. And that pitch is a called strike over the inside part of the plate. Gabbard has fly to center, grounded at third, 0 for 2. And the pitch is outside, 1 and 1. Gabbard, then Leslie, and Kennedy. 1 and 1 the count to the leadoff man here in the sixth. Swung on, fly ball, right field going back as Leister on the warning track. Can't catch it with the basket style. And going into second base is Gabbard. Gabbard delivers for the Lions right there. She hit a hard ball out to the right field warning track. And as you mentioned, Dave, Leister had it in the basket catch, and it fell up out of her glove. Gabbard with a stand-up double on the air. No outs in the inning. And the senior, Caitlin Leslie, coming up to the plate. That'll be the third error of the day against Manchester. Now Alyssa Whitmer is going to come in to run for Rachel Gabbard. Really like to get another run or two for the Lions as they lead 2-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth. Whitmer in at second base now to run. Gatlin Leslie 
who has walked and grounded a third, is up, and you would think she'd be bunting here. Squares, bunts it, foul. Right back against the screen behind home plate. It's just game one. Lions ranked second in the country in sacrifice bunts. Can Leslie get one down to get Whitmere to third? Zero outs in the inning. Carr is almost on top of Leslie when she squares. Bunts it behind the plate. Foul. And the count now 0-2. Lions lead it here in the sixth. Kennedy on deck. Fincham in the hole for the Lions. Gosnell, the 0-2. Swung on, popped up in between home and the mound. And Gosnell is going to grab it for the first out of the inning. That's a big out for Gosnell. Roddy unable to put the sacrifice bunt down and then pops up to the pitcher for the first out of the inning. Matty Kennedy has grounded to third, walked and was thrown out at third, trying to stretch a sacrifice. One down in the inning. Matty has really been hot at the plate. Bunts that one right out in front of the plate. Coming in is Gosnell. Throw to first. Not in time. Matty beat it out. Nice bunt by Matty Kennedy. Beats it out with the speed as well. And now the runners are at the corners for the Lions with one out and Casey Fincham coming up to the plate. Nice job by the freshman, Matty Kennedy. So Whitmer is at third. Kennedy is at first. We told you coming into this game, Kennedy on the year, two for two in stolen bases. Stepping up to the plate, Casey Fincham. Fincham singled her last time up to center and scored. She is one for one with a sacrifice. Pitch to the plate. Down low. There goes Kennedy, and she'll go in standing as there's no throw down to second. That'll be Maddie's third stolen base of the year. Now two out there for Fincham. Second and third for the Lions. One out. Casey Fincham just looking to have a competitive at-bat, a base hit, or a productive out. Sacrifice fly to get Whitmer in from third, 60 feet away. 1-0 the count. Now runners at second and third. Into the wind. And Gosnell's pitch grounded right into center field. Base hit. Fincham comes up with an RBI single. Rounding third. Coming home to score with a head first slide is Kennedy. And it's four to one Lions. Casey Fincham, the junior, delivers. Sorry, the sophomore Casey Fincham delivers a single to center field. They're going to call Casey Fincham out on For the what? play. Because she was going back and forth at first base once the pitcher was inside the circle. You cannot act like you're going to second when the pitcher's in the circle. So that's an out. Second out of the inning. But Fincham does deliver the two RBI single as Kennedy and Whitmer score. And the Lions are now up 4-1. to one. And for Fincham, that is her 20th RBI of the season. But more importantly, the Lions now lead it 4-1. to one. Yeah, Nice job by the sophomore. Casey Fincham comes up big with the single out the center field. Tacks on two more for the Lions. Now four and two innings for this offense. Two down in the inning, and that pitch is down low for a ball. Is it just me, or do we see a lot of obscure calls by umpires in the Heartland Conference? Not only in softball, but in baseball. One and all. 
two down, pitch swung on, fly ball, deep center field, going back is Sanchez at the wall, hits the wall, and bounces away from her. Ivers is going to round second, she's going to try for third, here's the throw, it gets by the third baseman, and Ivers goes into third with a triple. Ivers showing off the wheels, Dave, puts one up off the right center field fence, and slides into third for the triple for Elizabeth Ivers. <laughs> that is awesome. Her and Beth having a laugh. That is the first triple this year for Ivers. It might be the first triple ever for Elizabeth Ivers. Good She's at third and winded. <laughs> Ivers showing off the wheels. She's laughing and look at her. And... <laughs> Goddard was waving her around all the way as that ball hit up off the fence. Beth Emmerich walks to the mound <laughs> to talk to her infield as the Lions still lead it 4-1. to one. But after that triple by Ivers, Emily McDonald will come to the plate. That's the fifth hit of the ball game by the Lions. They went the first five, Chris, with just one. Yeah, we talk about how explosive they can be. They just need that one hit or that one base runner to really get them going in an inning. And now back-to-back innings with two runs, several base hits and big hits for up and down this lineup. Now five hits, four runs, and they take a 4-1 to lead. Ivers is now at third with Emily McDonald, the freshman, coming to the plate. McDonald on the afternoon is grounded to third, lined to short. Two down in the inning. Well, I thought off the bat that might have had enough to get out of here, but I, I thought it was gone myself. McDonald, first pitch is high and outside. Want to know the count? Ivers is at third. McDonald with 10 RBIs on the year, looking for number 11. Want to know the count to McDonald? And the pitch is a strike. One and one. Hanover is up four to nothing on Rose Holman in game number one in the bottom of the seventh. They're on the road in Terre Haute. One ball, one strike. Pitch to the plate, swung on, blooped into right field. That's going to drop a base hit. Ivers will come home to score. It's five to one. McDonald, nice piece of hitting by the freshman. Takes a pitch the other way for a single out to right field and an RBI as well as Elizabeth Ivers scores after her triple. And now it's five to one. The Lions they put up a three spot here in the bottom of the six. That's the 11th RBI of the season for Emily McDonald, and it brings up to the plate with two down, Allie Lang. McDonald at first base. Lions now lead it 5-1, to one. and the pitch swung on and hit foul and out of play on the left field side. Dave, we talk about the bottom half of this lineup. Kennedy, Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald have accounted for five of the seven hits for the Lions. And three... RBIs between the bottom half as well. The 0-1, there goes the runner down to second. McDonald slides in easily with a stolen base way ahead of the throw. McDonald with the stolen base, that is her eighth of the year. Runner in scoring position for Allie Lang who took that as a ball, that pitch down low and the count now 2-1. and one. Allie with 44 hits Coming into today's ball game, put a really nice bunt down early in this game. And uh, she's just done a good job being that leadoff and that leader for the Lions lineup. Two and one. That pitch, check swing, but went too far. 
two and two. A lot of people don't realize this. Allie Lang has the second most hits of anybody on this team. Yeah. Right behind Macy Cornelius, who came in with 49. Two and two. That pitch down low. Three and two. Stevenson, the freshman on deck. Delivered a big time hit in the fifth inning for the Lions. Three and two. Two out pitch to the plate. Ooh. That went right over the top of Lang's head for a ball. So runners at first and second. And Kelsey Stevenson is up to the plate. Nice A-B for Allie Lang. She had to duck out of the way from getting hit by that pitch. And now two on, two outs. Five to one ball game for the freshman Kelsey Stevenson. Second walk today. Lang has walked for the second time. And I believe we're going to have a pitching change here as Beth Emmert goes out and talks to the home plate umpire. And when we do, we'll tell you who the new pitcher is as they are are going to have a pitching change. Two down in the inning. Lions lead it 5-1. to one. Chris and I will be back with the pitching change after this. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's where you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Stevenson up to the plate to face Eagle, who is coming in to pitch. And need to shut the music off as the home plate umpire wants the music down. and Everybody scrambles up here to try to get it to shut off. Nobody wants to play with a little, nobody wants oh. to play with a little music in the background. Pull the plug. One and oh the count to Stevenson. Runners at first and second. Eagle, the new pitcher, throws that one up high. Ball taking the place of Gosnell. Gosnell went to second base. Eagle came in. Gosnell gave up five runs on seven hits. Only one earned. Walked four in the ballgame. Didn't strike out anybody. Eagle throws that one over the outside corner for a strike. Count now two and one. Stevenson with that big-time base hit to center field. Had two RBIs on that to really give the Lions the lead. Can she deliver once again? Two and one. That pitch is outside. Three and one. Kelsey Stevenson had a big base hit her last time up. She won for three. Stevenson, three and one. That pitch high and outside, ball four. Nice at bat. Way to be patient. Two, four, and white. Gets the walk. Now bases loaded for the freshman, Macy Cornelius. So McDonald is at third. Lang at second. Stevenson at first. Plenty of speed on the base path. Two down, and it brings up Cornelius. Cornelius one for three also this afternoon. Leads the team in hits. The freshman up in front of the box takes that over the outside corner for a strike. Macy Cornelius has 50 hits on the year. 
Coming into today's game, she was hitting 458, 33 runs scored, 10 doubles, 2 triples, and 21 RBIs. Cornelius, the 0-1, high and outside, 1-1. One and one. Cornelius means the Lions have battered around. Gabbard on deck, led this inning off. 5-1 Lions, 1-1, one, one, swung on, fly ball, right field, it's going to drop foul near the bullpen. And the count now moves to 1-2. and two. Everybody will return to their bases. Cornelius, we said has 49 hits on the year, came in with 21 RBIs. Has a good argument for freshman of the year in the conference. I think she's got the best argument. One and two, swung on, another one down the right field side, and hits up against the screen again. One and two. What other freshman is there in the league that has been as dominant as Cornelius has? Right. I agree completely. And even if you go number two, you got to look at McDonald or Stevenson. That pitch is grounded wide of third and foul by the Lions shortstop. She came in with the biggest shoes to fill on this team, Cornelius, without a doubt. Taking the place of Aaliyah Tucker, and she has not missed a beat. One and two, outside two and two. Yeah, I mean, then you go talk about game two starter Casey Kemp had to fill the shoes of Sarah Miller, and those were some pretty big shoes to fill as well, as Sarah Miller is in the crowd today supporting her fellow seniors in karate and Cam McCool on senior day. Two and two, down low, bounced in front of the plate. Nice stop by Dittmar. And the count now three and two. Sarah took us on an unbelievable ride last year through the postseason, winning the conference tournament in a runner-up regional appearance. Three and two, pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded into center underneath the glove of Drake. That's going to score another two runs, and it's going to go all the way to the wall. Rounding third and coming home with the third run of the inning is... Stevenson and sliding into third base is Cornelius and I think they'll give her a triple. The freshman Stevenson and Cornelius come up big with hits for the Lions. That was a hard hit single all the way to the wall on the turf outfield, Dave, and she clears the bases and the Lions have really opened this thing up. Eight to one and Cornelius at third. Big time moment for the freshman. Her and Stevenson have done an incredible job on the comeback for the Lions offense today. 24 RBIs on the year now by Cornelius. That for Macy is her third triple of the season. 24 RBIs. Two down in the inning. Cornelius at third. Gabbard, who started this off reaching on an error and scored, takes that outside for a ball. The Lions have put up eight runs in two innings off of eight hits. Explosive lineup, one through nine. One and oh the count. Two down, that pitch is outside 2-0. and And we talked about the NFL draft coming up and Jake Ayler to the left of us. He's expecting a phone call on Monday from an NFL team for a free agent contract. 2-0. <laughs> if he gets that call, swung on and fouled back against the screen, he'll be talking about no more eligibility at the mound, right? <laughs> yeah, depending upon what team calls you. I, I don't blame you. Two and one, that pitch down low. I have severed ties with the Browns. Three and one. A lot of people don't believe me on that, but I have three and one. Two down, 
Cornelius at third. And the pitch is high. Ball four. Gabbert draws the walk for the Lions. Runners at the corners, two outs, eight to one ball game. Bottom of the six. The Lions have put up six runs in this inning. Chris, if Leslie can get a base hit here on senior day, it's a walk off. Number 12, Karate Leslie, one of the two seniors we're honoring today, and one of the toughest kids you'll meet. Just continues to grind, continues to work hard. Going to graduate a week from Saturday and has a job lined up in the Evendale Police Department. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't want her chasing me down, I can tell you that. I am going to ask her about that when we do the post-game interview at the end of the second game. Two down in the inning. Leslie with a chance to be the hero on senior day. Takes it for a strike, 0-1. Boy, this would be stuff that dreams are made of if Caitlin could come through with this one. 0-1, check swing, a little high. 1-1 the count now. This team would go bonkers if Leslie gets a base hit here. 1-1 the count, swung on foul, back against the screen, 1-2. and two. two down, 1-2. and two. Game-winning run is at third base. Into the wind, and the pitch swung on. Fly ball, right center field. That's going to do it! Up against the fence, and that's a game-winner! Leslie with a double to right center, wins the game for the Lions. Look at that dugout, Dave. Super excited for the senior. Leslie delivers the ball up the right field center fence. I thought it was gone off the bat. She smoked that ball, and the Lions walk it off in... Run rule fashion with a 9-1 to one victory over Manchester. And now that magic number, Dave, goes to three. Down to three for the Lions as they win it here this afternoon. 9-1 to one over the Manchester Spartans in game one of this doubleheader from the softball complex. Chris and I will be back to talk about this one and bring you some of the stat stories of the ball game game number one after this timeout. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Indeed presents Job Searching with Scherzer. Let's do this. Before you get in the game, make sure your stats are up to date. Then, it's all about focus. Max focus. Yes! 
Well, Chris, kind of a storybook ending here this afternoon for Caitlin Leslie and the Mount St. Joseph University Lions as they win it here this afternoon, 9-1 to in the ballgame. Yeah, good opportunity for the senior to deliver, and the Lions put up 7 in the bottom of the 6 to win the ballgame, 9-1 to on a run rule, and they scored 9 runs in 2 innings off of 9 hits. And the freshman Cornelius and Stevenson, and then obviously the senior Karate Leslie delivers for the Lions as they win the first game of the doubleheader today against Manchester, nine to one. Well, in the inning, the Lions got were held scoreless through the first four innings of play, and then they came up with two runs in the fifth inning, down one to nothing, to take a two to one lead, Chris, and then they battled back. And Gate got seven runs in the bottom of the sixth to walk it off here this afternoon in game number one of this doubleheader, nine to one. The Lions are now eleven and two in conference play. They're twenty-seven and seven overall on the season. They have now won twenty-four of twenty-eight, fifteen of seventeen, and eight of their last nine and their magic number is now down to three. Just a gutsy comeback from behind win. They were down one to nothing as you mentioned. Held scoreless through four innings and the offense just needed that one little base hit and one little play defensively and all of a sudden they explode for nine in the run rule win and uh, Cam McCool was lights out again in her senior day performance. And we can get three more wins. We'll be back here next weekend hosting this thing. But there's a long way to go, and you got to take care of game number two. Manchester has now lost seven in a row. They've dropped now their record to 12 and 25 on the year, and they are three and 12 in the Heartland Conference. When we come back, we'll give you the records of the pitchers and everything else when we return here to the softball complex after this timeout.